So what are the main health issues that the HSE are looking at on construction sites? Let's have a listen. Welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Hi, I'm back. Uh, I'm back with Chris Lucas from the uh, from the Health and Safety Executive. Hi. Hi. Uh, nice to nice to see you again, Chris. Um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, um, sort of um, continuing the talk about uh, construction health and construction dust, um, is is some of the some of the sort of the failings, some of the things that you you and your inspectors um, regularly find when you go out onto site. You you able to expand on some of those uh, some of those issues? Yeah, there are a few that immediately uh, spring to mind. Uh, a couple of asbestos. And a couple on uh, dust issues. So, in terms of asbestos, what, one of the first things that inspectors will look for is a, is a suitable uh, refurbishment or demolition survey for asbestos in in premises where it's likely to be present. Uh, it's absolutely crucial that's done. It's done early in the project, uh, and the information is provided by the by the client to to the main contractor, um, because without that, people won't know. Um, potentially what they're going to uncover or, or what they're going to disturb. So that's a key issue. The second one is making sure that those trades who could foreseeably come across asbestos have the right training. Okay. And is, it, are there, is there a certain standard of training that people need to have? Yeah, that's uh, quite detailed. And it, it's the, the best way for people to access that is to go to our website. So hsc.gov.uk. If you look on the asbestos, there's, there's a section on training there and, particularly useful there's a lot of frequently asked questions as well which cover things like how frequently do i need to refresher what level of training do i need who needs it so uh, i'll direct anyone there because because that that should answer of most people's questions and going back to the to the first point you raised about the um about the assessment um or the survey you know is it okay for a for a a client to say well i just didn't think there was any here any asbestos here the client's got a duty to provide the right information okay they need to be. They need to be telling the. Uh... They, they yeah. They, they need to be making sure that they have understood that they know what the building contains and they provide that information to the principal contractor because it's also a benefit to the client because if you find that product during a construction work, it's probably going to be an awful lot more expensive at that stage to deal with it. Yeah, to deal with it. So yeah. so getting you know, and this comes back to this whole. This whole planning of the of the job, you know, and spending spending the right amount of time at the beginning of the job, you know, finding out what the what the what the hazards, what the risks are in a particular a particular build or refurbishment. Exactly, and it's only once that information, the right information is provided, can the people who are quoting for the work and looking at the job give you the best price for it, mm-hmm. uh, the most accurate price for it, because once things start cropping up. They're going to be extras, which, which is going to be an issue for a client in terms of a, a delivery to time and to budget, mm. separate from the health and safety obligations they they, they have. Yes, sir. So, so you've spoken a bit about the you know getting a, getting a survey and understanding what's there. You've you've mentioned about um about making sure that people are are trained and aware of the of the of the health risks associated with asbestos. You said there were a couple of other things that uh, that you often find. What what are they? Yeah, dust dust in particular. There's two people are pretty familiar now. I'd say with water suppression, the extraction is a technical area. It's more complex than just getting a a, a general vacuum cleaner and, and trying to attach that to it to a tool. These are specific pieces of kit that are designed to work in a specific piece of way. The simplest way is what you're doing is you're looking for for something with a 
uh, an M classification or an H classification uh, sticker on them um, because they meet a certain standard. But but be an informed customer. Uh, on our website, there's construction information sheet 69, CIS 69. That gives you a really short um, introduction guide to what to look for uh, and how to select it because it, you're looking at a system and everything's got to work together. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose people can make the mistake of, of, of saying, oh, well, we've got a vacuum, so we, we, must be doing, we must be doing things the right way. But, but if you actually think about it, what a vacuum does is it, it takes the dust from from maybe an area where it's not a hazard and then and then if it hasn't got the right kind of filter on then it's actually putting into the atmosphere the stuff that's that's going to be really really dangerous yeah that's, that's a really good point and i think the filter point is worth drawing out because what we do get is sometimes people thinking well i'll get a a domestic um vacuum cleaner and i'll put a a higher grade filter in it mm-hmm. um, because that 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 will do uh, like a HEPA filter is, is is the classic one, and it's more complicated than that. That will not do what's needed. Mm. Okay. And the, what else? What was the, what was the, the fourth the, point? The last the last one is um, the, the fourth. Well, the, the other common thing we often see is our is masks. Right. Um, people either don't have the right level of masks. So what you're looking for for dust is what's called an FFP3, uh, so or a P3 filter. So that's a high level of, of protection. Um, and even if they have the right kind of type of mask, it's not being worn, used, stored, maintained. There's a whole host of things that can and often do go wrong with with masks. Um, but you know they're an important control, and they need the right supervision and correct use. Mm. I mean, I see when I when I go around uh, around sites, you know, you often see, you know, um, people have got disposable dust masks that that. Are not they haven't used just once you know they've used a number of times and uh pretty pretty manky well well exactly and it may well be that disposable isn't the best option mm. because it might work out as the as more expensive in the long run um if you if you need to uh, a half mask with with changeable filters then then that may be cheaper but when you do that you've got a different issue because you've got to maintain them and store them properly so you try it's a trade-off between one um to the other okay so so if 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 the four things that um that uh, that a, um, a construction company could focus on um, at the start and during the job was good quality uh, um, assessment of whether asbestos is present, good training for the uh, for the operatives in asbestos awareness, if they're um, having to to uh, use equipment that creates dust that water suppression won't work, then having the right kind of vacuum uh system on the on the equipment and then finally you know having the right kind of respiratory protection that's a pretty good summary of, of what you'd like to see that that's a pretty good summary of what we often are the biggest areas we often find right and the biggest areas that people should focus on to make sure they don't um have a problem thank you very much thank you Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.